Hello everyone and welcome back to The Cove Accessible Tech. I'm your host, Yessie. And I'm Daniel. Today we're going to review our Roborock S7 vacuum, as well as the Roborock S7 auto empty dock. You may remember from our year-end tech roundup from 2021 that we purchased this vacuum and we were very excited to review it. Unfortunately, life kind of got in the way, which delayed this review until June 2022, six months later. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are, very excited to tell you all about this amazing vacuum. We purchased it on Black Friday for $429, I think it was, and it's normally $600. It was somewhat of an impulse buy, but we knew it was going to really help us, and it definitely has. We didn't get the auto empty dock right away, but we definitely knew we wanted it as soon as we used the vacuum for the first time. The reason for this is that the vacuum itself doesn't hold very much, and so you literally have to empty it every single time. It's not that big of a deal, but it's nice for it to be a little bit more autonomous. And so it can just vacuum on its own and we don't really have to worry about cleaning out the dustbin every single time. So the first thing I wanna do is tell you what made us choose this particular vacuum when there are so many other robot vacuums. One of the reasons is we saw videos about it and knew it was really good at picking up stuff. We didn't really want to spend a bunch of money on a vacuum that really wouldn't do a good job and that we would never use. We've already done that before. Luckily that vacuum was much, much cheaper, but this is definitely one of those cases where you get what you pay for. Paying a couple more hundred dollars made a huge difference in how much we actually wanted to use this vacuum. It actually makes vacuuming fun, and most people don't think that's a fun thing to do. The other thing that made me interested in this particular vacuum is that it actually has voice alerts. So it doesn't just make little beeps and boops whenever it's doing things, it actually speaks to you. And I find this really great for us as people who are visually impaired. Like, please let me know exactly what's going on with the vacuum so I know and don't have to guess. Robot Trapped is way better than beep 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. One of the things I was very worried about whenever we first got this vacuum is what the unboxing experience would be like, how many things we would have to connect to the vacuum and figure out about the vacuum, as well as how many instructions we actually have to read. It does come with a huge booklet. I took the time over a period of a few days to actually read the booklet so that I could be aware of what we were getting into so that we wouldn't mess anything up. This wasn't the most accessible experience, unfortunately, but once you get started and you know exactly what to do, the vacuum itself is very accessible. So as far as things you actually had to connect to the vacuum, if I can remember correctly, the only thing you could put on was the mop attachment. The rest of it was already put together. 
Of course, I wanted to see where all the different parts were, including the dustbin and the water tank and where all the buttons were. So that was the first thing I did was make sure that I knew where everything was. This vacuum is like a giant circle. It is both bigger and heavier than I would think it would be, but this is a good thing because it works very, very well. And I think if it were any smaller and lighter, it probably wouldn't work as well as it does. Definitely not. So the next step in the process of getting everything set up was to actually get the app and connect the vacuum to the app and then to the Wi-Fi. That was a pretty straightforward process. The app itself is actually really accessible. That was one of the things I was worried about too. Were we even be going to be able to use this app to set things up and vacuum our house? But it actually turns out that the app is really good. Yes, the app is very good and it walks you through the entire process, which makes everything very easy. I knew ahead of time that this particular vacuum also does work with Echo devices as well as Siri shortcuts. So I knew that if we could get everything set up, even if the app wasn't very accessible, we would still have an accessible way of controlling the vacuum. Luckily, we can do all of the above. We can use the app or we can use Siri shortcuts. We don't really use Echo devices, so we really haven't tested that, but a lot of people have and there are plenty of videos about it if that's something you're interested in. The weird thing about connecting the vacuum to the app and then to the Wi-Fi is it involved pressing a button on the vacuum, which is somewhat hidden. There is a door that you lift to be able to access the dustbin. In that same compartment is where the button is that you need to access. There is references to the button flashing a certain way and things like that, so this could potentially cause problems for anyone who is totally blind, but we had no problems. And if I remember correctly, it even talked Yes. during the Wi-Fi step. Yes, it does talk. Pretty much everything you do with this vacuum, it will tell you what you're doing. So if you remove the dustbin, it tells you. If you put it back in, it tells you. If you take off the mop attachment, it tells you. If you put it back on, it tells you. If you take off the tank, it tells you. If you put it back on, it tells you. If it's starting a new cycle, like it's going to clean, it tells you. It tells you exactly what it's doing. When it returns to the dock, it tells you. When it's charging, it tells it te you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything is spoken. That's one of the main reasons we really love this particular vacuum. Except for one instance where we removed the mop attachment and it crashed the vacuum. <laughs> That's my fault because I kept taking it off and putting it back on. So I did that. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it was fun. I it was, was having yeah, fun. <laughs> 
Like, this is so cool. She's telling me everything. So after you actually get it connected to your Wi-Fi, it's probably going to have to download a firmware update. That was no problem. It just does it. It wasn't particularly slow. Nothing bad happened. So yay for that. Once you get to the point where you're ready to start using the vacuum, you do have to allow it to map your house. We had a little bit of trouble. We actually had to try to map the house a couple of times. And this is because apparently you have to set the map to be saved. Otherwise it doesn't save it. So it'll go around and do everything like it's, you know, mapping and it's cleaning while it's mapping too. But if you don't have it set to save the map, then all of that was useless. Yep. <laughs> which we didn't. The other thing that was very surprising about the first time we ran this vacuum is the type of things that it actually picked up. So it has the ability to go under things we wouldn't expect it to be able to go under, such as a dresser in Daniel's room. So if there's anything under these places where you don't expect it to go, but then it does, it's gonna drag it out. It found a charger for an old headset that he had. The cord was still attached, so it tried to vacuum up that cord and then was dragging around that headset. And I actually have a video of the vacuum going back to its dock and trying to dock with this headset. It's dragging this headset and then it's like pushing it up against the dock and then it won't go where it's supposed to go. And so it keeps trying, keeps trying, and then eventually it like dislodges this charger from itself and is able to kind of push it out of the way and then dock itself. So I actually had that on video and it's so funny because it's like, oh my God, it was dragging that thing around. The other thing it got caught up in was actually the cord to my air conditioner. So I have a window air conditioner in my room and the cord is very long. So it's actually kind of laying on the ground even though it's plugged in. It's a very thick cord. It actually got stuck in that cord because obviously there's no way for it to vacuum it. And so it actually had to tell us that robot trapped so we could <laughs> we could go save it. The maintenance of this vacuum is actually really easy. The roller brush, you just lift up a door and take off a cover and then you can take out the roller brush, which is super easy to clean. Unscrew the end caps and then just pull all the whatever's there off. Put the end caps back on and put the brush back in. And then put the door back on. You have to make sure you put the door back on right or else the auto empty dock won't function. The side brush is a little bit more involved. That just takes a screw and a screwdriver. You just unscrew it, take off the side brush and clean it and put it back on. And then the dustbin actually flips open so that you can clean it. And there is a filter inside the dustbin that you can remove and wash. And then once it's dry, you can put it back. So after a few times of using the vacuum and absolutely loving it, we decided we definitely wanted to get the auto empty dock. We didn't care that it was 300 more dollars because to us it was definitely worth it and if you do buy them together it's the s7 plus you could find it for cheaper it's not the newest vacuum they sell anymore so it should be possible i would think to find it on sale i would think so too yeah but the auto empty dock that is really cool literally once the vacuum is done vacuuming the house it returns to the dock and sucks everything from the dustbin through a tiny little hole 
into a bag that you put in the dock beforehand. can't remember how much it actually can hold, but the nice thing about the bags, they're sealable. Once you seal it, it can't come open. And I accidentally sealed one early, didn't mean to, and we wasted a bag <laughs> trying to figure out how you seal it. And so we knew how to work it. I ended up sealing it and wasting it. I love that it does seal so whenever you pull it out, dust isn't going everywhere, and I definitely appreciate that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so whenever you get the auto empty dock, it actually comes in two parts. So the top part, which contains the filter as well as the compartment where the bag goes, and then the bottom, which is basically where the vacuum docks itself and where the contents of whatever you've vacuumed up goes up into the auto empty dock so you do have to turn that upside down and screw in a whole bunch of screws i think it was like five, five or, or so yeah and that's kind of a pain <laughs> mm -hmm. trying to find all those little screw holes in the bottom of this dock which is textured it's not a smooth surface so like some of the holes are kind of like in other little holes it's kind of a pain to find it all but once you find all of them and screw them all in it's not something you have to really deal with that often the only time you would have to deal with it after that is if you need to unscrew it to clean out that pathway where it vacuums things out so if there's a clog then you'll have to unscrew it, unfortunately. Yep. But we've never had one, so I don't think that's something that would happen that often. The top of the dock itself on the right-hand side is where you actually put the bag. You, like, flip it open. There's this, like... Guide. Yeah, a little plastic guide on the left-hand side where you kind of slide the bag into. It's a little difficult to get it in there just right the first time you're trying, but once you're familiar with how to do it, it's pretty easy. And that's where you can accidentally mess up and seal the bag. <laughs> yes. And then on the left-hand side, there is a top that like screws off so you unscrew it and then there is two filters one is like a round filter which is in the middle and then the other one is kind of like a semicircle and it goes around the side so both of those filters can be removed and you can actually rinse them out let them dry and then put them back in we have had to clean the filters and that was no problem at all the other thing to note about getting the auto empty dock is that you do have to change the dustbin inside of the vacuum and you also have to remove a little piece that's inside the vacuum. Yep, which wasn't too hard to do, but you do have to do that. So keep that in mind before you use the auto empty dock and have the wrong dustbin. <laughs> Now, I wonder if you actually buy them together, so the S7 Plus, would it just come with the correct dustbin and that piece already missing? Or <laughs> does it come with both docks? Like, I don't know what that's like because we didn't buy it that way. <laughs> I'm guessing it's the first one. 
yeah i'm guessing that it comes with that piece already removed you would want to have access to that piece just in case you wanted to take the vacuum somewhere else and clean but you don't want to take that big auto empty dock with you getting started with the auto empty dock was very very easy it didn't require really any reading at all like the vacuum did. It was pretty self-explanatory and of course me being me I watched plenty of videos before we ever even got it so I already knew what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The one thing that we did where we kind of messed up is when we first got the auto empty dock we did place it in a different location than we originally had the dock placed at. When we put it on its new auto empty dock the vacuum tried to go around and explore and I think it was trying to figure out where it was and we didn't let it because honestly we were kind of freaked out by it. We weren't expecting it to start moving and it was so we stopped it, we put it back and this kind of messed up the map of our house somewhat. So I will say if you decide to move the dock's location, even if it starts randomly moving, just let it do its thing. It'll go back to the dock eventually. That way it will update your map correctly. And it's not going to turn on and move. It's quiet and kind of scary at first because you don't know it's moving. And then all of a sudden you hear it say charging. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, it's literally just moving around. It's not actually vacuuming. But we weren't expecting it to do that, so that's why we interfered, and that was a mistake. <laughs> yep. The cool thing about the app itself, once you get the auto-empty dock, is that it does change, so you can actually set up different auto empty dock settings. So how long you want it to empty for, and that kind of thing. It also gives you a button to empty the vacuum, so if it's already on the dock and you want to empty it, you can do that as well. The settings for how long you want it to empty is something you just set once and pretty much leave it that way. We have ours set on max, which means it is emptying for 30 seconds. In most cases, you probably don't need it to do that for that long, but it just gives us that extra peace of mind that the dustbin is completely clean. So when it goes out again the next time, there's not anything still in the dustbin. In the app itself for setting up the voice commands, that's pretty easy. There is a section where you can go to set up the Siri shortcuts. It's just a matter of clicking on the ones you want, setting a Siri name for it so you can say something to Siri and she knows what to do, and then saving it so that it saves to your shortcuts app. The good thing is we haven't had to rely on Siri shortcuts that much because the app is so accessible. Even if you cannot see the map itself, once everything is named, that part is not accessible. But once someone has named all the different rooms, you can find the room names with voiceover and click on them, and then you can tell it to go clean and it will clean those areas. So we have been using this vacuum with the auto empty dock for months now and we absolutely love it. Our opinion has not changed. It's not something that just kind of wore off over time where we're like, oh, this is amazing. And then like a couple of months later, we're like, eh. No, we're very happy with it. We've been very happy with it ever since we got it. It has definitely made our lives a lot easier and 
made our house a lot cleaner. So yay! Definitely <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> so we actually have a funny story. At some point in May, we ran the vacuum. It ran like it always does. It went back to the dock like it always does, and it emptied like it always does. Then, after it was done, I came into my room like I always do. I was going to put everything back in its places like I always do. And when I went into a particular corner in my room, which is where Dash's food usually is, his containers that hold his food, they were not there because we were just vacuuming. So I went into that corner and I smelled something dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It smelled like a dead mouse. That's what I think. I immediately called my sister because I'm like, there's something dead around here. I wouldn't think the vacuum would pick it up. So I'm like, there's something dead. I need somebody sighted to come find it because I, I don't want to find it. She gets here and sees nothing. There's nothing dead anywhere. And the smell by this point has dissipated. So she can still kind of tell there was a smell of something dead, but it's not very strong anymore. So clearly it's not there anymore. So where could it be? We check the dustbin of the vacuum because we're like, well, if it vacuumed it, it would definitely be stuck in the dustbin, right? Nope. It smells like something dead in there, but there's nothing dead in there. So then, we check the bottom of the vacuum. Nothing, Nothing. there. <laughs> Nothing there. So then we're like, okay, let's see if it got stuck going into the vacuum, like into the auto empty dock. Nothing there. Nothing there. So then we figure it must be in the bag. It must have actually gotten vacuumed up, gone into the dustbin, and then when the auto-empty dock emptied it, it actually went out of the vacuum, into the auto-empty dock, and then into the bag. How in the world did this work? I don't know. I immediately take the bag out and give it to my sister. I didn't pay that much attention to the weight of the bag or anything like that. I just took it out, sealed it, so you pull up on the handle to seal the bag and then handed it to her. She carried it and immediately took it outside. She told me it was heavy, like there was something in it. <sighs> so our vacuum vacuumed up what I think was a dead mouse. It went into its bag and didn't disrupt anything. Didn't break the vacuum, didn't break the dock, surprisingly. We didn't notice anything, like it didn't get stuck, it didn't push it around. There was nothing out of the ordinary, except for the smell. Whenever mm. I came in here, that was it. Just the smell. Yep. Weirdest thing ever. So I'm thinking it had to have died right before we vacuumed or something. Because we didn't smell anything before the vacuum ran. I didn't see anything. And then just that awful smell which if you've ever smelled something like that you never forget it so mm -hmm. i immediately knew what it was daniel here didn't know what it was nope. <laughs> he thought dash had pooped in the house and yep. i'm like that is not poop that's something dead <laughs> <laughs> 
So do we recommend this vacuum? Yes, definitely we recommend this vacuum. Anyone who is blind or visually impaired could definitely benefit from this vacuum as it has speech that tells you exactly what's going on. The app is accessible. There are other versions if you don't want this particular one. There are versions, for instance, that have like cameras and stuff. If you want that, go for it. We highly recommend it. And if you just want a robot vacuum, we recommend it for that too. Even if you're 100% able-bodied and you can easily vacuum your own floors, I still think that one of these vacuums is worth buying. So if you had to rate this vacuum, what would you rate it? I would give it a five and I'm totally not being biased. <laughs> What's your favorite feature of the vacuum? Just all of the talking. The talking. I agree. <laughs> so I would also give it five of five stars. And my favorite feature is the auto empty dock. This concludes our review of the Roborock S7 plus auto empty dock. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Cove Accessible Tech. Do you have a robot vacuum? If so, which one do you have? Let us know. You can reach out to us on social media at Cove Tech. That's K-O-V-E-T-E-C-H. You can also follow me on Twitter. I am at Yesian. That's Y-E-S-S-I-E-A-N-N-E. I am at Rarface. R-A-A-A-A-R-F-A-C-E. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.